0: are listening to the co-production podcast brought to you by CineEuropa and Eurimage. I am Domenico Laporta and I'm the editor of CineEuropa.org, your number one resource for European industry content published daily in four languages. CineEuropa is supported by Creative Europe and you can always access our content for free at CineEuropa.org. Today, we are discussing the co-production of Inside, directed by Vasilis Katsupis, a co-production between Greece, Germany, and Belgium. I am welcoming the three co-producers of the film. Welcome, guys. It's a pleasure to have you at the co-production podcast today. And can I ask you to introduce yourself and your production company briefly, starting with you, Yorgos. You are representing the production company Heretic Films in Greece, and you are the majority
1: co-producer of the film. Yes, I'm Yorgos Karnavas. I'm a producer out uh, working out of Heretic which is a production and sales company based in Athens, Greece. and so I would like to um, to correct the fact that I'm the delegate producer and I'm not the majority producer of the film because of a very specific structure and this is also part of the industry the interesting um, you know structure of the project that would be fine to nice to to discuss about you know. Okay great. can you tell us a little bit what
0: you have produced in the past?
1: In the past, uh, you know, several Greek films um, like Wasted Youth that opened Rotterdam in 2012. That was my first film. I continued, uh, I mean, I have uh, produced uh, a film uh, titled uh, Boy Eating the Bird's Food um, that premiered in Carlo Vivari uh, in 2012 as well, and uh, or 13, I think. Uh, a film titled Son of Sophia, which was a co-production with Yuri Mas, um, won the Tribeca International Competition. Um, I have produced a film uh, titled The Harvesters that was in uncertain regard, It was a five-party co-production, four-party co-production. Um, um, and uh, yes, we're very active in uh, uh, developing... Uh, line producing, co-producing, and selling projects in the global market. Okay, thank you. Next up, we have uh, Marcos Cantis
0: from shivago Film in Germany. Welcome, Marcos. My name is Marcos Um I am with Shivago Film
2: in uh, the year 2007. Before that, uh, I studied business economics, majoring in uh, distribution strategies for theatrical film releases and uh, I think in 2000 I joined X-Film companies as a line producer and I line produced films as Goodbye Lenin uh, Go for Sugar or Maria Schrader's Love Life In uh, with Chivago Film I produced Oh Boy which I think still was our biggest success winning all, pretty much all awards in Germany also very acclaimed in international festivals um, the the not the latest one, but I think I have to mention Styx, which also got uh, Yuri Marsh support and traveled a lot around the world. The last feature film was Lara uh, with Jan Ole Gerster again with the director. And we have two feature films now waiting for the international film festival besides Inside, which is Hannah Dose's Berlin Mumblecore new film and an uh, Israeli and German Czech co-production with Ophir Greiser, who had made the cake maker.
0: Thank you, Marcus. And finally, we have uh, Dries Flippo with us today. You are representing A Private View in Belgium. Let us know about you and your company, Dries.
3: I'm Dries Flippo, as you said. A um, Private View is a company created in 94, so already long running company. I joined the company in 2004. And since then, Private You was was created by Jean-Claude Van who's also a writer. And he set it up as he didn't found a producer for his first feature film he wrote. And then there was someone in the Netherlands who said, you know, it can't be that difficult. So just set up your own company. So he did that. They produced two films in the first 10 years. And then when I joined, um, we started to become more active as co-producers as well. And so since then, I think we produced and co-produced over 50 titles with uh, the Netherlands, Germany, France, UK, uh, you name it. Um, And we did films, you know, as majority, I think our biggest success was uh, Moscow, Belgium. That was in Cannes in 2008, which was a really small film and then we did films like Zagros uh Oxygen um no my dad is a sausage all films also supported by Yuri Marsh and then we co-produced um films like uh Dirty God by Sasha Polak who premiered in Rotterdam and then went to Sundance um And we're working quite closely with Lemming from the Netherlands as well and recently created Lemming from Belgium to be able to enter into even bigger international co-productions, but series as well as as films. Thank you, Dries. So, Jorgos, tell us a little bit
0: about the story of the film Inside. What is it about?
1: Uh, it's an art thief who enters uh, a penthouse in New York to steal uh, precious objects of art and um, um, the whole thing doesn't go as planned and he gets trapped inside.
0: So it is uh, mostly one character in the film, uh, one location as well?
1: It's mostly one character, mostly one location. It's exactly as you said. It's um, what uh, sometimes some people like to to describe it as a fully contained film, you know.
0: Yeah, and the character is played by William Dafoe. Uh, how did you come up with this project? How did it come to you? You said before that you were the delegate producer. Can you tell us a little bit more about the specific structure of that production?
1: Yes, I mean, the project, I, I happen to be a very close friend with the director uh, since many, many years, and uh, we have done together the only thing that he have done. I mean, he's a commercial director. He used to be a commercial director. And we have done uh, a very strange, uh, funny, lo fi documentary together that took us took him basically four years to um, to to finish. And it uh, anyway, Vasilis is a you know is a very special case as a, as a creator because he has a very let's say commercial mind in a way, but uh, very extravagant ideas. So he came to me. I mean, we were. Drinking coffee, I don't. I don't remember what was it, and uh, like an everyday thing. And he has been to New York. You know, he stayed in a in a similar situation, like apartment. And he said, "Fuck! I mean, if I if I get locked in in, in this place, which is you know extremely expensive, luxurious, and all that. I mean, what what will happen?" And um, out of that he came up with a concept to transfer basically the premise of the castaway instead of a remote island to put it in the middle of a metropolis and try to play around with a uh, with the concept of you know of uh, value ownership uh, you know status all the, all the things and you know it's um it's one of the things that you when somebody pitches this thing to you you of course, also coming out of a country like Greece, that we don't have the tradition of this kind of stuff, nor you can imagine that you can put this thing together because of the value you understand it would need to be done with. Uh, it started like a joke. But it is uh, it is one of these things that you say, you, you pitch it to another person, and um, they say, oh, it's brilliant, you should do that. So to make the long story short, uh, financing in Germany and Greece, it went, I mean, very, very well. It, it I mean, the doors we knocked, uh, they were very responsive. But how much are we talking about? What is the budget of the film? Uh, it was around five, you know, we were aiming to do a film around five million, five point something. So... As you understand, it's it's an extremely expensive film. It's the it's the biggest budget ever for Greece. And if you also count the fact that we're talking about a debut director, it was it was like you know some people were saying, I mean, this is insane. Especially with one cast member, it's quite impressive. What was very important, I think, was two things. First, we we're talking about an idea that everybody could understand, and because of the universe that we were able to to present, people were were really. Uh, engaging and saying, "Okay, this can be visually stunning," you know, in a way. Of course, what is the production value there? Because if you don't do it with the right production value, ah, it's it's it, it, you know, you'd better don't do it. And I think we, you know, we had we had we advanced the script very quickly, and when, uh, when Willem William said, ah, "I can be this guy," a, a lot of people took it seriously. And of course, the last uh, piece of the puzzle was uh, was Dries. I mean, uh, I knew him from Mace and I knew who he was, but we never had a personal relationship or whatever. But somehow, it felt like he's the guy to to pick up the phone. And also, Belgium was was the right place to 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 try and co-produce because you know we very quickly. I mean, Marcos was very let's say, conscious from the very beginning that we should try not to find, not to go in Berlin as our main place because, you know, we were looking for a huge studio.
0: Yeah, tell us, Marcos, tell us where uh, where was the film shot? Um, was it, like, obvious for you that this was the only place where the film could be done? Uh, not in Berlin, but in Cologne. I think that after reading
2: the script and discussing with Jorgos, it was pretty obvious that we... Uh, we're going to use a studio that we will build this apartment. Yogis, I think we went a little bit through real luxury departments, but as uh, you will see the film later, uh, there will be a lot of destruction and damage. So you know, even if some of these people would let you go in, you cannot make this damage. So that was that was clear. And uh, as Joga said, there are only two options in Germany, like talking about big, big studios. This is Berlin and uh, Cologne with the MMC studios. And uh, I think as we need, and we were looking for a particular height uh, from the studio side, it's, it's even the, the Cologne-based had an advantage against the Berlin-based. So as we have... Quite good relationships to the uh, film funds in NRW. And we met the head of the film fund together with Yorgo and pitched uh, the project in Cannes. Um, we pitched it, they liked it. And uh, we teamed up with the MMC studio facilities. They also have a production arm because we were asking for a big chunk of money. And uh, so we had an internal German co-production with the MMC Movies, which is like the production arm of of the studios and it was uh with the first handshake and uh, we passed the the funds in NRW on on first side, so it was quite easy for us to finance there
0: Tell us Teresa, how does Belgium fit into that puzzle what did you bring to the project
3: It was quite easy you know when Yogos called me, I think it was just after after Berlin uh just in the first lockdown i guess um and he called me and he said i have this crazy idea and you just did inside pictures and i think you know this this could be really good match and it's a film with willem Defoe. so i was immediately had something like okay let me let me read it Um, i liked i liked the script a lot i liked the project i also you know i admire uh, heretic for what they've been doing and how they set it up, and I also know new Marcus through Doro. I think I met Doro first, as as Yogus did. Um, so it felt like a good opportunity. And then you know, tech Shelter is quite easy to get on board. Um, and it financed quite, you know, it's quite easy to get that financing in place. And then with the gold, uh, with the economic funds we have, like Screen Farmers, Screen Brussels, and Wally Marsh, you know, we did have some opportunities. So in the end, we decided to take the route uh, to go to the tax shelter, of course, and then Screen Farmers, as the initial idea was to shoot the main part in studio in Cologne, and to shoot partially, there is a second set um, which needed a second studio. So we were planning on doing uh, a part of the shoot in, in Belgium, in the light studio as well. But due to Corona, in the end, we decided to keep everything as contained as possible and on one location, not to travel around too much and to take too many risks
0: and um so you also secured three hundred and eighty thousand i think from EuriMage. Uh, is that the financing that came last to close the gap or uh, w- what is that money worth in the whole project
1: yes i mean Ymaz, i think was the last uh let's say public bandy that uh, came on board um, but uh, the final you know the on a big chunk of the of the of the budget came from the MG from Focus because um, the project was picked up uh, uh, for the world, except Germany from Focus. I can, I can tell you that, you know, it has been a challenge from the, also one of the things that, you know, we had to, we had to think is because in this project, many things happened for the first time for me, for sure. But I think also for my co-producers like, Studio, I didn't know anything about it, you know, like to shoot a big studio also virtual production on this level that you need to do it and look you know the best it can. Uh, also the fact that we needed to um, to have I mean the level of art in this film, I'm not an expert, but our uh, curator tells us that maybe it has never happened before in the history of cinema. So you work with a curator, it's an Italian guy. I think that was a very important addition to the team that gave us, uh, I mean, I was, uh, I was looking the market for, and I was looking for configurations around the whole thing because, you know, one thing is the credibility, the second thing is the concept, the the third thing is how you... You bring logistically all the things together. It's 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 a lot of things, and of course, the most important of all the legal issues around them, uh, because you know, not only to take the rights, but go around the moral rights, and you know, it's 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 it was a very complicated thing, and uh, so I was I was trying to say that you know, when you start with a with a film like that, when you know that okay, it's it's your project, you develop it, but then you need to structure it in a way that your country cannot bring the most money in. And uh, you need to reshuffle the structure in a way uh, uh, that can be, you know, that can make sense and can uh, keep everybody happy. It's, you know, it was very challenging. And um, so we were were having challenges, very big challenges creatively-wise, because also to make a film that, in a way, I think the film kind of revisits this uh, this honor. I think that, uh, I mean, if we got it right, it's uh, it's something that um, it can be a different league for this kind of films because it's so arty in a way, it's so philosophical also in a way, and um, and uh, it's um, I think I think people will will appreciate a different take on this kind of films. With, uh, with cinematographer Steven Annis, that did *Colorado* space, he's
0: someone that is also used to, to very strange uh, approaches uh, narratively speaking.
1: We had a lot of sagas. I mean, we had um, it, we had another DOP attached for some reason uh, uh, three months before the shoot. We lost him, um, and I think we were at the end of the day we were very lucky to, to to find Steven available and be able to jump on the project on the project and be totally uh, available. I think the most important thing with, with Steven was the fact that he, he, he showed us um, such a desire to be part of the film that he also came to, I think to Germany end of February and he stayed there until June to oversee the prep because, you know, all the plates, all the build up of the, of the screens, the, the technical decisions that they needed to be taken uh, in order for the film to look the way it should, um, it was very important, and also because he's, you know, he has a huge, a huge um, experience on the commercial side of things, and somehow he finds a very quick uh, code with Vasili's because of their common um, background. Which was also kind of very important, you know. There are, you know, different kind of people than their <laughs> the usual art house directors and uh, cinematographers. They're quick. They are pushing things to to various, you know, uh, directions. It's 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 another process, which of course is very challenging because you also need to safeguard the narrative element of the film very strongly with uh, with uh, with teams like that. But. Um, it is what we say here in Greece. Everything happens for a good reason. Let's hope that the project will have a, a long life, but it also mark uh, a
0: milestone in uh, in European cinema, especially also cinema coming from Greece. Uh, as you said, it's uh, probably the biggest budget uh, for a Greek film uh, so far. It's quite a big budget for Belgium and Germany as well. I mean, these are not um, it was like a middle range, even high range in terms of budget. So there are also a lot of pressure and, and expectations about this. So what, is the, what are the next steps for, for the films? You, you locked the film in terms of editing now and you are busy with the VFX. But uh, what, what, is, uh, what is your strategy, maybe in terms of festivals or, uh, or release?
1: personally i'm so deep in the film i have never worked so much in a film before in my life i mean not that i was i mean i i it's it's a very big project also because the things that we have to do as producers in terms of delivering all the elements of the film it's kind of you know it's it's a new and it's it's a new thing for us um But, you know, uh, I can tell you how I feel right now. I feel like we have a very strong opportunity because the signs are really strong. And personally, I'm I'm very happy with what we have. Uh, But the post-production we have to do is also very important for this film. You know, it can elevate the sound and uh, uh, image post and music can elevate the film even further. So for me... You know, with Vasilis, we make a joke. We have done the biggest art house film in history because it was a huge house (laughs) uh, full of art, you know? And it's uh, the set, the set was kind of, I mean, I know that, you know, many, many, you know, experienced people stepped in the set and they said, wow, I mean, this is, and this, you know, he was pushing us to add square meters and square meters. We were given this fight, especially with Marcos in January, I remember. We're trying to, to you know, to, to, to fit everything, you know, uh, in. And um, as I said, it's uh, a lot of things in this project and in this process was the first time for all of us. And, you know, when you haven't walked a path, you don't know how you need to react to things and how you can be uh, effective, fair, clever, you know, all the things. And I know that for about... Two months, especially last Christmas and January, it was a very stressful period for all of us. And we all know that uh, for this time, Marcos was carrying uh, a weight because a lot of risk was opening in... For, because the prep, you know, when you when you prep uh, a studio film, it's not the usual situation. You have to invest a lot of money in... Adv- you know, you, you cannot really control... Um, I mean... you. It's, it's a different configuration. So you have a lot of risk at early on. If something happens and you need to, to stop or you need to delay or whatever, you know, you step in and then and we also need to give uh, kudos and thanks to, to the MMC studios because they try to support us as much as they could. During the period that we were trying to close the film, because you know we went through a, you know a very agglomeration way of closing, we had to close with the actor, we have to close with the financiers, we have to close with the distributor. Um, Marcos had to put the cash flow in place from his bank because uh, that was also very important for the for the project. So it was a very stressful period, and uh, you know for me it's uh, it is very it is you know, it is very important that uh, we kept the the team together and we moved as a team. And that's why I wanted to thank uh, both the gentlemen because at the end of the day, you make some choices with people three years before. And, you know, uh, (laughs) tough things happen some years after. So you need to go through things to, to see if, you know, what you decided was was for the good and you know you, you took the right decisions and I think this is what I have to say and I have to I want to very much thank Marcos Andres for you know walking this road uh, uh, along with me all together because it was uh, I tell you it was something we, none of us has done before None in financing, none in producing, none in casting, none in you know all in all in all stuff Every day we were meeting and we say, "Fuck! What we do with that? It's a new thing. How we do it, you know?" So, but I, I feel like I learned a lot. For me, it was a huge learning process. That's great, and that's the best
0: way to to conclude. Thank you so much for finding the time also to join uh, this session. I know you are all very busy with the with this project. Uh, I just uh, want to congratulate you just for taking this on. I think it's quite a challenge and uh, it surely is inspiring for uh, a lot of other producers uh, out here in Europe. Uh, So uh, Dries, Jorgos, Marcos, thank you so much for accepting to be the guest of the co-production podcast today. Uh, If you enjoyed this new episode of the co-production podcast, don't miss the other ones. You can subscribe to Apple Music, Spotify, Google, and many other podcast platforms out there. The podcast is available everywhere. You can also download it for free on cineropa.org. So please guys, keep making films and we will keep watching them, hopefully. We will have a chance to see that film very soon. Thanks so much. All the best.